Blog Talk Radio. like to welcome everybody to Blog Talk Radio. I'm Jerry Reyes, and I'm with my co-host, David Flowers. Hey, everybody. How are y'all doing tonight? (laughs) Steve White, beautiful Steve White, was supposed to be on our show, but he is having cell phone issues. So since he's having cell phone issues, he is not able to come on the show. So David and I decided that instead of canceling the show, that we were just going to go ahead and do a open discussion, if you will. Hi, Ronnie. <laughs> Rather than cancel our show because we don't want to do that. So, open discussion it is because we do not know exactly what we want to talk about this evening. It's a surprise to us, too. That is okay, though. Um, gosh, I can't believe that August is over. I was sitting over here looking at what's going to be on next week's show, and it's Paranormal Roundtable. It'll be Vibe Time with David next week, y'all. What's up, Gene Wells? That's right. What's going on, bitches? It's moist out. That's part of the problem. Hey, hey, Gene. All right. How's hey, everything? How's everything sound on y'all's end? Is it loud enough? Because I can't tell. Can y'all hear that okay? Tell Debbie happy birthday late again. We'll just wait for a couple people to go on. Good. Okay, because I wasn't sure. All right, David Flowers. It's drive time with David when things get screwed up, so what do you want to do? (laughs) I did tell her. I did tell Debbie Wells happy birthday under under comments with you, but I just wanted to tell her again. And I'm not singing it because everything would break. <laughs> Tomorrow is a blue moon. And the next moon, the next blue moon will occur, I believe, in 2037. So I can't see that well my own with my own screen. So if you got any manifestations to do, any new goals or anything that you want to put out there, you might want to do it tomorrow. It starts at, I believe, 630. Yeah, I know, right? Actually, Ronnie, let's see. Next week is Paranormal Roundtable. 
Um, and then, of course, I should be back in time because it's also my son's in, in what is it called? To the military, swearing of the oath. Swearing in. Yeah, swearing in. So I should be home. If not, Ryan, Ryan Jones will have to start everything. So we, oh, you'll be back. I just don't know if you'll be in the right frame of mind. I think I'll be all right. I might be sobbing a little bit, but y'all will be okay. So, yeah. He leaves Monday, 2 o'clock. <laughs> that is very kind of you. I appreciate that. Because you might have to do that, really, because, you know, it's kind of hard letting go of my firstborn to Uncle Sam. You're welcome anytime, Jean. Yes. Ah. Telling me to start a live video, and I think we're already live, so I don't understand what the problem is. Don't either. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who knows what trouble y'all will get into. Just make sure that my hair's a hot mess. Make sure that y'all just, you know, try to keep it clean. Hello, John Stevens. Hey, John. How are you? Keep it clean, what fun's that? Yeah, that's true, never mind. Don't get me kicked <laughs> off of my own, well, no, never mind, that won't happen either, because it'll just be y'all. <laughs> I know. Well, what's up, Snowball? <laughs> All right. Okay, Jerry. I need you to explain to me what happened last night. I don't have an explanation for the fact that you saw dead people. I, I, I have said over and over and over and over again is if you hang out, <laughs> when you work with somebody that, that – is like me, you'll more than like it'll rub off. You're trying to say your shit's contagious. Yeah. Tell them what happened. Well, last night I'm out front of the manor house checking people in for the tour, and these two elderly couples come walking up, and I'm at I'm at the front steps of the manor house, and uh, there's. They're coming in from the, the parking lot. So they're still a decent ways away. And when I first saw them, there was a little kid with them. When I say little kid, I'm thinking five, six years old. But I looked away to help to check in another um, guest that was checking in. And when they got up to me, that little kid wasn't there. And there was nobody else around. They, they, there in, in the area where they come from, there was nobody else around. So I have no clue what happened. That's the that's the first time I've seen something like that with my own eyes. Yeah, I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, but then during the tour, we're running an EVP session, and I was having a full-fledged conversation with. Elizabeth, mm -hmm. and I'm thinking coincidence, I, I just don't like coincidence, but 
you seeing that, then having a full-fledged conversation, that's almost too much for my brain to comprehend. And I say it all the time, welcome to my world. Yeah, but you've had how many years to figure this out? Uh, Several. Yeah, this is my first time. Yeah. Yeah, but it's nice that it's your first time because at least you get to deal with what I get to deal with or you got to see what I get to see every day. It makes it nice when when somebody that is an open-minded skeptic has an experience like that because then they know that, hey, it does happen. Yeah, uh, I, I never once doubted you Mm-mm. because I, I know you well enough. If it ain't true, you ain't going to say it. But damn. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I I know with every ounce of my being that I saw a little kid there. I and, couldn't tell you if it was a boy or a girl because the distance and the darkness. But, mm-hmm. but I saw a little kid there. Yeah. And you don't want to, you can't ask people because you don't want to stir anything up. They're there for a tour. They're not there yeah. for anything else but for that, and they're good front. Right. Unless they unless they ask some questions, but they just they were there to have fun and, you know, get the history and the background, and that was it. Uh-huh. So it's not like you can reach out and say, hey. Yeah, the, hey, John, the kid... Um, I'm guessing was five or six years old, and yeah, it was right in right in the middle of all four of them. And I don't have any other detail than that because, like I said, it was a little ways away, and it was kind of dark out. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, and sometimes it's hard to give detail because sometimes they just present as a shadow. Yeah. Hey, John Savage. Could you see through it? I could not see through it. It, it looked solid. It, it looked like it was a solid piece. Did you ask them if they saw a child? No, that's what we were talking about. We they're we don't they're there for a tour, so we didn't want to or we don't want to stir up anything like that because they're they were strictly there for a tour, so that's why. He didn't ask them that question. Yeah. Now, if it was yeah. off-premise and somewhere else, I probably would have. If he would, if we were, like, out in public somewhere and said, hey, I probably would have walked up and asked, but not on site like that. Yeah. Hey, John, um, we are talking about a, a um, child that I saw last night that really wasn't there. He did. Yeah. Was it dressed in a certain period? Because I don't, I don't. I, I got, uh, what I did see, it looked more modern. And when I say modern, I'm 1900s, 2000s. Yeah, with a couple. It was with a couple yeah. that came up. Yeah, it was at the manor house. Yeah, it was at the manor house with a group of people that came up to take the tour. Yeah, it was two elderly couples that I saw it with. Mm-hmm. That they they were there together. Yeah. 
Very interesting. But we've had. And then, and then later on when we're uh, doing an EVP session with Elizabeth. Which I sent you. Let me go in here. I got. I had actually had a full-fledged conversation with her. So my speaker died. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. And when I said hello, I said hi, Elizabeth. You hear hello, plain as day. And then you hear, how are you? And it was just super yeah. cool. And that was in the SB7 box, one that we only yeah. get one or two words off of most of the time. Yeah, and to get, how are you, those three, those three words in the same voice. Yeah. And then the and then the young lady that was doing the EVP, I'll have to figure out how to get that to you because it it's not showing where it went through. Maybe if I try to send it again, it might go through. Um, no, he didn't have anything set up last night because it was so with my with the recording that he did the EVP in last night. We do have that the one that says, how are you? We do have that, but when he was checking in people at the manor house, I was inside and my um, body camera, of course, was on me inside. So he didn't get that part, but we do have the um, recording of the, how are you? We do have that. We do have that full conversation up until the speaker died. Which I can, which I'm resending all all of those. So maybe they'll go through this time. It could have been when I was between not having internet in the backwoods. Let me see if I can fix my settings on my computer because everything looks so dark back here, and I don't know how to fix that with my com computer. For some reason, I've I've cut the um. You know where it goes automatic, where it switches. I keep cutting it off, and for some reason it keeps cutting on, like a night light or something. There we go. There. I was going to say it wasn't lightening up. But, yeah, I do have that, so hopefully those will go through. If not, I'll have to figure it out because it's not, it's really not those those long of clips to not be able to, send to you. Yeah. Maybe you have to email it. I don't think it would I don't think that it would go through an email. I think it would be too Thanks, Ronnie. Yeah, we gotta get that started too. But one of yeah. the guests last night did a really nice E V P session and she sent it already and it um hers was yeah, your pretty, video just came through. Okay. I was gonna say I was probably when I sent that, I think I was on my way to the place where there's no. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you just send in a wave or MP3, either one. That's fine, Gene. I guess I can I can um, convert it. In fact, I will be converting it over to MP4. Yeah, don't forget that that's coming up here in October, so that way that'll give plenty of time to be able to get all that done. 
and have EVP review night. Who's bringing the popcorn? (laughs) (laughs) So that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a blast with that one. Yeah. But other things have happened at the manor house, too. Like the reappearing of the cord thing just still boggles my mind. Yeah, and that's like two nights in a row. First night, the the cross, Mm -hmm. then the second night, the cord. Yeah. And what we're talking about, um, just... Last, was it last week or week before last? It was last week. Yeah, last week on Monday night, I have this cross that I keep on my um, tool belt that somehow came off, and it was a little ways away from the tool belt, and then just like fall, which is really weird. But we didn't think anything about it. And then Wednesday night, a power cord to a speaker Ryan. just went across the room. Well, it disappeared. Yeah, it disappeared. It disappeared. And reappeared across, across, the, across the room. The yeah. Yeah. And it, there's no way that we could, either one of us could have Missed just it. walked over and not mm-hmm. seen it. No, because I was setting up. And I was looking for the speaker cord, and I couldn't find it. And, I mean, I went through every pocket to try to find that cord, and I couldn't find it to save my life. So when he got back, I was like, do you know where the cord is for the speaker? And he looked, and we were just both dumbfounded as to where it could have went because we had it before. And then all of a sudden, we turn around, and it's right there on the floor, and it's a black thick cords, you can't freaking miss it. And if it would have if it would have already been laying there, he would have saw it when he came in from getting the sheet. So it was just very, very bizarre. But remember with the cross, you all you had felt a shift in energy then. Something didn't feel right. Yeah. Because the cross was kinda odd too. It's on one of these little that one of those little chains Key, not not a solid keychain, but one of those ones where you snap together like dog tags. And it was just kind of weird because the cross was in one place and the keychain was in a whole different other place. And then that's yeah. when we put it back we put it back in where it was supposed to be and then you and then he feels a shift. A whole shift in energy. I didn't. So it's been kind of interesting out there, and, and you know we document everything. But it was really cool. Yeah. So might become metaphysical after all. Yeah. Yeah, John. Yeah, you can you can post my um my email on on the page. That's fine. It's paper seven five seven dot David at AOL. Seven vapor seven five seven dot asshole at AOL. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. Ryan's not going to stay on with us very long because he has his own show to do. 
there we go. It's posted in the comments under Vibe Time with Jerry. That way y'all can get it sent out and we can get some. That's paper757.david at AOL.com. Let's see. Okay. If I get signed up on a special website, I'm going after you, Gene Welton. <laughs> Be sure to sign up for those special websites. <laughs> All right, so what's next? Uh, it's, it's your turn. Really? You're going to put me on the spot like that? I don't know what to talk about. I have no idea. Yes. Oh. That's it. That's it, John. No, I you know you're so funny because you know what, John Savage. <laughs> I actually <laughs> I have that under my Google my Google search as we speak. <laughs> and I am not lying to you. <laughs> com. <laughs> That's so funny. Look, people pay to look at people's feet. <laughs> no, nothing like that. <laughs> I think I still have it on here. I sure hope I do. Oh, yeah. I sure do. Look. Feet finder. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I couldn't help myself. I was doing, I was doing some research. Let me tell you, it has been moist today, Gene Wells. I have been outside all day long. All day. And I am, it, it was hot. Oh. All right, so horse, is, it's, a, it's a Dutch, it's a Dutch warm blood. Okay. <laughs> moist, I did. Because I tell you what, it's, so it uh, it was it was hot. It was hot today. Hopefully it'll pass. Yeah, too bad um, Ronnie and Shay laid on. We'd like to find out what how West Virginia went this past weekend. Oh, hello, Alan. How are you? Hey, Alan. Yes. It was hotter than a Mama June in yoga pants in summer. Yep. <laughs> it sure was. I'm so glad that I wore at least thinner clothes today. <laughs> Not the thick ones I had on yesterday. I about died. It's hot. It's hot now. Yes. <laughs> well, what do we want to talk about? Equipment? Yeah, well, we got we both got new pieces of equipment. Yep. I got a I got that new REM pod that looks like a yep. little jewelry box. 
from right. Robert Murphy, you know. Yeah, from Robert Murphy. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I have to still use the um, spirit. The yeah, the spirit stick. It's like a. It has a base on it, and then it's like a stick that stands about that about that tall, and then it has an extended stick, which we tried it out for a couple seconds, but not long enough. Yeah. So it has like how many of a second's delay before it cuts off? A 10 second. And it's like a 10 second delay before it cuts off. So it'll cut on, and then if something walks past it, it'll let you know that something has walked past it, but it's a 10 second delay before it cuts off. I do like the necrophonic app, necrophiliac app. <laughs> it's no worse than the foot fetish app. Come on. <laughs> Show me your feet. <laughs> so anyway, those pieces of equipment are pretty interesting. Yeah. What, John Savage? I told you people have fetishes, foot fetishes. They do. Don't nobody steal my ideas. <laughs> so, all right. We'll have to test out the equipment though, and see how how well it and see how it works. I think the spirit stick is good if you are, let's say you're off to a distance somewhere. it would go off, so it would alert you. So that would be pretty cool if you're off to a distance somewhere. Yeah, don't wear yeah, your we, sandals. Mm -mm. Yeah, we need to figure out what the range is on that. Yeah, we have to figure out what the range is on that, that particular stick. But it's really it's it's really neat. Um, it's a, it has a base to it. It's like a, it's like an EMF meter. Yeah, it's, um, it's got a, a it's like a REM pod sensor on there. Yeah. No, no, it's not a REM pod. Okay. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. It's like a. It, it has a motion sensor on. It's a, a lighted stick with a motion sensor on it, and when something breaks that beam, the lights will come on, and the the tone will sound for ten seconds. Mm-hmm. It's really annoying. But it's, it would be cool, though, if you're off to a distance somewhere. Like if, it, if you're right next to it, then that would kind of be annoying. But if you were, like, in another room somewhere and you heard it go off, then you would know it was going off. That makes sense. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very interesting. Almost looks like a giant lifesaver off of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. But I mean it's it's pretty interesting. Robert Murphy has them on his page. Yeah, and he got some lanterns on there I want to get one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the lanterns yeah. are really nice too. Yeah, they're um that believe they're lantern rem pods. Yeah, Polaroid cameras, yeah, and do some experiments with it. 
Yeah. That'd be uh, really cool. Yeah, because all the old stuff you can't get anymore. Yeah. Not really, anyway. Unless you go to one of these little antique stores where they're sitting in a shelf somewhere. Or do they still sell them online? I don't know. Uh, Polaroids? Mm hmm. Yeah, like old tiny ones. And it's not digital, yeah. Non digital Polaroids. In person, I, I like the digital myself, though. Just because uh, the camera quality is there. Where with the old Polaroids, the the focusing and all that that leaves too much to the imagination. I think. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Oh, okay. It's a little bit smaller. You can buy the new Polaroid cameras. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Is it, it's, it, so it, it might be like the Polaroid now and instant? Yeah. Gotcha, because those are, they're not too terribly expensive. They're like 150 bucks. That would and, be and there's some, there's some out there that's not that expensive. Yeah. They're like thirty forty dollars just damn it film it gets expensive right that's true i I didn't buy a new camera but I did buy a um an instant printer for a camera you know you can you print it right off the cell phone oh, that's cool mm -hmm. and it i mean it it prints it prints pretty good it prints pretty good pictures. Because for what I need it for, it printed pretty good. So I wasn't using it for ghost hunting or anything. I was using it for my animal clients and printing their little pictures off. But it's it's kind of cool because you can take it right off your cell phone and it Bluetooths into the it Bluetooths into your your printer and it just prints right then and there. So it has the paper in it, and you just print right off of it. Cool. And I like those. And, they, and the, the the picture actually has a sticky back, so you can use it as a sticker or not. So those are pretty cool. And then I do have an older camera downstairs, but I can't remember the name of it. It's plugged in. It's like a Kodak instant print, but it's like an older model. And those are, that's pretty nice, too, when it stays charged. <laughs> Speaking of that, did you charge speakers? Nope. Didn't have, any, didn't have them here. They're in the back of the car, and... My wife took part of work. Well, I suggest when this thing is over that you carry your ass and go get this equipment so that we won't be half-assed at a tour. Nag, nag, nag. The best EVP ever. And the speaker dies. <laughs> <laughs> the 
One of the best okay. EVPs. Point taken. Point taken. One of the best EVPs we've ever had. Three whole words in the SB7 box. And this one, the one that wrote the book, this one over here, that always says, make sure your batteries are charged at all times. For investigation, not storage. You know what? <laughs> because the best EVP ever, and this one over here, didn't charge a battery and it died. How are you oh, doing? <laughs> and he wrote the book for it. I wrote the book for investigation, not tours. Make sure you charge the speakers. Yes, ma'am. Don't forget. I am doing for pretty good. Do what? For your what? Really? Time to get Savage. John Savage, were you on a show or do you have an upcoming show to do? Or did I miss it? Yeah, this show, it was. Did I miss this, it? I think it was past Friday at midnight. Was it that late? Yeah. Holy crap. I was sleeping. Yeah, it, was, it was 9 p.m. Pacific. I was sleeping then. I'll have to go back and see. Okay. What's our subject? Hey, y'all. What do you want to talk about now? We got, we've lost some viewers on the show, so we've lost a few of them. We're gaining, losing, gaining, losing, gaining, losing. Yeah. Yoo-hoo. Who's out there? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we're boring. Get off. <laughs> Yes, I have been to Moundsville. I went out there in 2019, I think it was. It was before COVID. I went out there. Uh, I, I, I led a group of people out there, and it was amazing. I, I loved it out there. The only thing I did wrong was they, they offered a tour the place before the investigation, and I shouldn't have taken the tour. I should have just said, let's just go right into the investigation. But other than that, it, it was a really good place. The full moon, what is that going to bring for us tomorrow? The full moon um, for tomorrow is the blue moon, and the next one, I think, will occur in 20, either 2036 or 2037 will be the next one, and you're supposed to be um, doing your manifestations tomorrow. So if there's something that you've been wanting to do and you've kind of put it off um, or goals or anything like that, you um, want to manifest them tomorrow because it's the perfect moon to be able to do that under. And I think yeah, John. it rises tomorrow at 630. Yeah, John, that's where I got the EVP change. Can I get it too? Yes, Alan, yeah, we, we do record um, uh, temperature readings. 
Yeah. Yes, and I still have your stuff right downstairs on my desk. That needs to be shipped to you. So don't kill me. <laughs> Please. I put some extra things in there. Yeah, that's one thing that we've gotten away from that we need to get back into it there at the manor house and taking all the readings beforehand. You're talking about the energy and the temperature and the barometric pressure stuff that you normally yeah. do and just slacked off on? Yeah, that stuff. Okay. Well, I mean, part of the reason, I don't think it was really slacking off. Part of it was the tours have been so busy that yeah. you really almost have to kick out everything because, you know, people, of course, bring kids on the tour. And, you know, when you're trying to run an EVP session or, you know, when he puts the SB7 box on, there's people talking in the background. So you really have to kick out a lot of stuff on on most of most of the summer because it's been very crowded. Yeah. So it's kind of hard, you know, to I guess my thing is why keep track of it when it's that busy when you have to kick out stuff. Yeah. You know, because yeah, it, it is summer, we've been so busy that yeah. most everything that we've gotten we can't publish because there's too much outside interference. Mm -hmm. With the exception of the picture that you published of what the one tourist got, that's almost yeah. similar to John Stevens' picture, but it's kind of it's kind of unique. And there was one other thing that happened that you published. Yeah, that, that little, little oh yeah, the little gra the quick video clip of the um, grave site. Yeah. And those were really going too. And those wasn't even from us. Those were people that were on the tour that produced yeah. those. Yeah. Yeah, but anything audio that people is sent us, we can't really do anything with it because we can't verify it. Mm -mm. No. With the exception of the one from like last night, the one that the girl sent, because I, I'm sure that if I go back and review my body camera footage, since the since the the um, sound travels like that, I don't think it would be the guy in, saying hi in there because the the way the tone was in the radio, and it yeah. was just I think the two of them anyway. So, yeah, but we keep a log of everything and try to compare it. But you know, um, this year is a lot busier, so it's been a little bit harder to do. Yeah. So, but it's, you know, still interesting and active. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really want to get out to St. Albans. Get a, see if I can get a Friday night or a weeknight, get out there and do something. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So something to think about on the bucket list, I guess, of places. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> there, there's places all over the country that I would love to go to. Mm-hmm. Just, just see what I see or see what I can figure out what I can hear or whatever. It just love to do that. Wow. Alaska's got a lot of ghostly stuff. Yeah. Don't they have like a triangle out there or something? Something like that. Yeah, where people have just been known to disappear. Stuck in my stuck on my own seat. Yeah, but the only time I would go out there would be summertime. I don't even think they have a summertime. Yeah, they do. Now, when I say summertime, it's Hey, it, might get, it might get up to 70, but... Yeah, so I was going to say, they don't have a summertime like we do here. Yeah, no. You find hey, little, John Sullivan. Yeah, little furry creatures. And in summertime, the sun's up 24 hours a day. Yeah, that is true. But they have the northern lights in certain spots, too, which is very pretty. Yeah. That would be cool. Is it the Velisca? Axe Murder House. Yeah. Interesting, John Stevens. Yeah. Boy, I'm literally, why I'm super glued to my chair here. I you guys, it's hot outside. We're getting ready to have Labor Day weekend. We are the second longest in history, 1886. That's cool. And that's right, Labor Day weekend is coming up. I must yeah. forgot that. How could I? Let me see here. I make sure there's no. There. Make sure there's enough. Nobody trying to call in or anything. Yeah. Which. And- this weekend at the Manor House, we start our tours at 8 o'clock until next spring. So be 8 p.m. until 10, 10.30, somewhere around there, on Mondays and Saturdays, starting this weekend. Come on out. And what's the um what's the cost of the actual investigations themselves? Oh they're, they're doing the the private investigations. <laughs> private investigation is gonna be two hundred and fifty dollars for up to five people. And then it's fifty dollars a person after that. And if if you do it on a Friday night you'll get more time to do, to investigate. Only, if you do it on a Saturday night, you'll have to wait till after the, the tour is over with. So, you got that there. Hey, Kimberly. Well, hello. She's arrived from the backyard. Kimberly's been doing a lot of work in her yard. 
So she hasn't had time for me this this summer. The time frame for the private investigations, if you do it on a, like I say, if you do it on a Friday, um, we start about 7.30. If you do it on a Saturday, you can't start till after the tour's over, so it'll be more around 10, 10.30. That's what I say. Friday, you get you get more time, more bang for your buck on a Friday, and it goes till about two o'clock in the morning. I have questions about the blue moon. We we were supposed to um, have uh, Steve White on the show this evening, but he's having some cell phone issues, so we have to reschedule with him. So we've just kind of been talking about different things happening at the Manor House and, you know, different places people want to go and see on their bucket list. So it really hasn't been a um, – that hasn't been like nothing – what do you call it? Coy or girl? What the hell is that? That was probably me. I hit a button somewhere. Hopefully I didn't mute us. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. I must have hit something on this keypad. Okay, repeat you again, John. Okay, good, because I hit something, I heard it, but I don't know what it was I hit, so hopefully I didn't mute out stuff over here, so I can't tell. Okay. I don't, I don't, what, what's your bucket list? Because mine is, meh. My all-time number one bucket list is Normandy. Because I was, I'm a Navy veteran, so Normandy's my number one bucket list. But other than that, I'd love to go to some of the castles in Ireland and Scotland. Yeah, see, I would like to go to Germany, back to the castles that I went to and visit them now. Compared to when I visited them in 2002, I'd like to go back and go back and see the energy on them now compared to how it felt back in 2002. That's what I would like to do. That's really cool, John. I said, after I found three ring bullets and a flat button, I did re record immediately after digging it up and it said you found it. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. That is cool. That would be really cool to send that EVP session on the EVPs that we're doing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've, I've always wanted to go to the visit the castles in Ireland and Scotland and all those, and England for that matter. There's, because all the history that they've gotten there, you know there's, there's got to be something going on. Heck yeah. 
And then my son and I were standing outside and the atmosphere drastically changed. It was really, really dark and a huge gush of wind blew over us. It knocked over heavy items on my patio. It only lasted about a minute. At that exact time, we both heard a very loud noise. We found out later that night that the house at the corner was hit by a speeding car and the lady was walking down the road and the car pinned her against the house. She died at the scene. Very, very sad. She had lived. Oh, my goodness. That's terrible. Keep hitting my keypad. Oh, leave your back phone alone. I don't mean to. This computer is a little bit different than my old one. That's terrible. Yeah. Europe is fun. I want to go back to India and Egypt. That would be fun. I'm sorry, Kim. I've been to Egypt four times. That's three times too many. That first time I went, I was glad I went. I got to see and do more than majority of people I'll ever know got to do. But every, but every, every time after that, it just pardon my French, it was a shithole. But I did get that good EVP session in, inside the pyramid when I was in Egypt, so that was cool. Yeah, most witty people do go there. Oh, wait. Gene Wells was in the Navy, too. Yes, he was. Y'all are both squids, anchor-clanker people. You're just jealous. Nah. That's cool. I've never been, so. Hmm. You ain't special enough. I know. <laughs> the Navy would have got rid of me. They would have said, oh, there's that necroph necrophiliac chick. Kick her out. <laughs> That's why I have the Sente. He'll just go pound the ground. Hey, that works. Yeah, that's really cool. I was been to Vietnam and Cambodia. The temples were amazing, I bet. I bet. That's cool. So, we have a few minutes. David Flowers, thank you. We have exactly three minutes before Ryan starts his show. Next week, we'll have Paranormal Roundtable. And like I said, I don't know if I'll be on it or not. It just depends. If not, we have, we have Gene Wells as a fill-in too. Dennis Sesslock, that'll be a lot of fun with you guys. I might just start it and sit back and watch. Not say a word. Just depends on my mindset. Yeah, hey, Kimberly, I think the markets are the same in any country. Yeah. 
And I'm looking forward to hearing this and those EVPs, Ronnie. I think they're going to be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I think the whole EVP review night is going to be really cool because that's a two-part okay. series. That's going to be in October the 20th. The, I think it's the 24th. Yeah, 24th and the uh, So we got EVP review part one, October 24th, and then EVP review part two, and that will be on Halloween. Yeah, they're 31st. So that's going to be really cool. So we have that whole time blocked off to be able yeah. to, to do it. So that's going to be really awesome. Have a little roundtable discussion about it. Yep. So make sure you tune in for that. But have a look. See everything we got lined up here. We've got, let's see, for September, we've got Paranormal Roundtable the first week. And then Paul Shields will be on the 12th of September. And then, of course, the infamous John Stevens is always the third Tuesday of every month at 8 o'clock. We'll be talking paranormal events. And then on the 26th, we have Haunted MD reappearing on the show because we had some issues last time as far as, unfortunately, he had to work late. So, yeah. Okay, let me see here. And then October uh, 3rd is a roundtable. Yeah. October 10th, we have Holly Mullins.
Yes, not 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 the not the itchy kind of crabs, I should say. Uh, did you um ever use petroleum jelly? Yes. And like yes. I just not not nothing like it's just I remember my um my mom always had this big jar of like Vaseline petroleum jelly, and I don't remember what I used it for. But it's National Petroleum Day. Whenever I think of petroleum, I think of petroleum jelly. Vaseline. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Big tub. And I was thinking I was a kid. Why is this called jelly? I don't want this on a sandwich. This is disgusting. Man, this is a weird name for this shit. Tell you what. Oh, man. So, um, it's getting closer to Halloween. All the, the breakfast cereals are out and about. I saw that. My food lion doesn't have the good breakfast cereals. I'm kind of not happy with them. I saw your reels, and I went and looked. I was like, you don't have anything in my food lion. I only found them in one food lion, and that's the one of Brooklyn Parham uh, okay. over here. The one by our house is RJ. Doesn't uh doesn't have them out yet. But I think Target might have them out. I think everything, I think all the cereals are now making a Halloween. You used to just be like, you know, maybe Captain Crunch, but now like Frosted Flakes has them and Fruit Loops, all getting into the holiday spirit. Well, I knew the the Reese Cup pumpkins are out. Ooh, I mean, they start coming out in like January. <laughs> and then I was I ran in CVS for something today, and they have like not just the pumpkins, they've they've got like bats and cats, and they've got a whole gamut. They, they, they eat more chocolate than I need to. They've expanded their, <laughs> they, they, they don't taste any different. And they're barely, they're barely like any different shape, you know. But Yeah, instead of the Easter egg you get, they just round it out into a pumpkin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go out and looking for the Christmas tree shapes next week. I think they're going to be out by then. What will be out? Those little Debbie Christmas tree cakes will be out next week. Yeah, <laughs> Pretty soon we get it. We'll by November we'll be looking for Easter eggs. <laughs> What's that? Um, last week Blossy showed a mighty movie to be on October twenty sixth. Hear that? Paw Patrol: The Mighty Movie is coming out in October. No, December. No, September twenty ninth, I believe, or twenty sixth. And on movie theaters. In movie theaters. So we're right. going to run out and see it, right? Right. We're going to go out and see it? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get popcorn? Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. You excited? Yeah. I like the last Paw Patrol movie. That was good. That was good. We've got Shanna Winkle coming on the show tonight. Can you believe that? Pretty cool. She's calling all the way from Illinois. That's awesome. She's an hour behind us. You know, CR was reminding me. That um, we've got a uh, got some friends up in Pennsylvania who put out some really awesome soy candles. Dutch Country Soy Candle Company is an amazing candle company. If you ever want to make your office smell really good, Rhonda, just uh, look them up on Facebook. Oh, I was seeing that they've got some pretty interesting scents. I think I, it's time for me to replenish, me to put down away my beachy smelling candles. I have. Take, more fallish. Yeah. I don't know that I can do pumpkin spice just yet. I'm taking the plunge. I am taking pumpkin spice coffee right now from Target. I've got my pumpkin spice candle going. I'm going to take my Not summer stuff down. It's, and I have to wait, try to wait until September to do it because this doesn't feel like 
fall. Like the kids going to school early really messed my mind up because usually they go to school after um, after Labor Day. But yeah. now it's like, oh, they've been in school for like two weeks and like, yeah, I tell you. It's weird. It's no. weird. Yeah, I don't like and it. Like the first day of school, I think it was like 95 degrees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm ready. I'm ready to take all my summer stuff down, put fall stuff out, and walk outside with my hoodie on. We, <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Nope, it's not September. I mean, if it was September, I wouldn't probably wouldn't be uh, needing a hoodie out here anyways. No, not yet. Not yet. Kat Snyder says, Chesapeake Bay crabs are fantastic. I agree with that. They are fantastic. My grandparents have a house on the bay. Yeah. And we used to go crabbing out there. Yeah. And they're so good. Freshly caught crabs are the best. Yeah. So... So we've got, I'm sure, I think Shanna is on the line here, but and she didn't press one. So if you can do me a favor and press once, I know it's you. Shanna, I really appreciate that. I want to put somebody on that's not wanting to come on, but you never know. It's a, it's, yeah, there she is. She did press one, her hand's raised. Let's go hit her on the show. Boom. There it is. Good evening. Good evening. Mm. You sound you sound fantastic. How's it going? Thank you. Good. How are you guys? Oh, we're good. Just talking about crabs, you know, crabs and ghosts. Crabs yeah, and I heard. Ghosts. Yep. Imagine having crabs having a crab and ghosts and mercury retrograde being the get out of jail free card. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's that's the key, man. If you if you ever say something really messed up to somebody, or you do something that's really messed up, just tell me, dude, I'm sorry, but uh, your mercury was in a retrograde. And they, it has to, they have to forgive you. They don't have any choice. Because it's not your hand. retrograde. It's allowed. <laughs> yes. Right. Or the full moon. It's like it's the law. The moon was full. I was unsupervised. It went crazy. It was supposed <laughs> to be a really a really big full moon to this weekend, this week, I think. Yeah. So if you're yeah. going to go crazy, this is the time. Yeah, it's a blue moon. So it's the, it's, uh, the second full moon in August. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah, no, no, no wonder August has been so crazy. <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde, I swear. I'm going to have to call it an yeah. uprising just because. <laughs> just because. Just because. Just because. And drink some and drink some drink. Eat some crab soup while we're at it, just to keep us yep. to keep us going. Do you uh I can Yes. With some spice candle. Are you uh excited for the Halloween season coming up, Tana? Um I mean, to be fair, it's Halloween all year round for me, but yeah, my decor. Yeah, my decor doesn't change. I, I see that. It's 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 kind of like right that way around here too. It's cool to have it like in the in like in the stores and stuff, but you know, kind of really goes away for us. Right. Got several saying hello to you. We've got Cat Snyder Gash. Hope I'm saying that correctly. And Kyle Hi, Bailey. Good old oh, Kyle Bailey. Yeah. 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 Uh, Kyle and I went nice. to. Um, Went to school together years ago. Wow. What's up, Kyle? Cat? 
was a high school you guys went to went to school together, college, elementary school, preschool. We went to and we went to high Take school care. together. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we cool. grew up in the same uh grew up in the same county. Oh. Nice. Yeah. So uh so how did you uh get into the paranormal? Um I got a later start than a lot of the people I know that are in the field. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure why that is. I think uh, my uh, growing up, my younger sister had an imaginary friend, um, but I never saw them. Um, so I really don't count that. I was obviously imaginary friends. I've, you know, we've all pretty much figured out we're probably ghosts. Um, so I was exposed to it, but I wasn't aware. And, um, it wasn't until probably the mid 2000s, uh, that I moved into a house that was haunted. And, um, then it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, and it was just kind of random activity at first, but, you know, random thumps and bumps. And then, uh, one night I... I fell asleep um, on the couch and something woke me up and I looked at the end of the couch and there was a little girl standing there and I automatically assumed I was dreaming, you know, cause I knew I had fallen asleep. And um, so I was just going to blow it off as bad, but I, um, but I remember it was clear as day and um, I knew, you know, I have two boys and so I knew, you know, it wasn't anybody that currently lived there. Um, and the guy that I was living with at the time, he had a daughter, but it wasn't her. And uh, Bob was like, oh, it's, you know, it's bedtime. It's time to go to bed, you know. And then I put the covers over my head. And then I, you know, just closed my eyes and counted to like 100, right? And and um, when I opened my eyes and I peeked out, um, I could see her like down the hall. So she had stood there, you know, for a little while. And then she, you know went away um so I just blew it off as a dream and fell back asleep and then when I woke up the next morning I was sitting at the kitchen table and uh um my roommate's daughter who was only I think five at the time um she came out and sat with me and she was super tired you know had her head resting on the table and and I asked her, I was like, didn't you sleep, didn't you get any sleep last night? And she goes, well, she goes, I would have slept better if the girl in my room wasn't playing with my stuff. And I was like, oh, there was somebody in your room, you know? And she was like, yeah, there was a little girl. I don't know who she was, though. Just, you know, ran, just matter of fact, you know, yeah, there was someone in my room. I don't know who she was. Um, and she described her exactly what she looked like. So... Um, after that, I was like, I kind of want to know who this little girl is, you know, and the ghost hunting shows were on then, you know, and, uh, I was randomly watching them, uh, but not really too hardcore into it. So I started watching them a little more and I was like, well, maybe I need to do that. You know, maybe I need to kind of start talking and see what happens. And, and I definitely got what I asked for. So, um, she was really interactive. Um, and that's kind of where it all started. And it's amazing when you have these experiences like that. And like you said, you don't you don't really realize 
what's happening when it when it's going on. You think, oh, I must I must be dreaming, or right. give any kind of other explanation than what it is, and then. But, yeah, I like the fact that you you put the the, the covers over your head and started counting <laughs> just to be sure. <laughs> I had a uh, I had a, I had an experience like well, I really kind of like that. I was I was at Angie's old house and uh, she was working at the jail, um, and she worked overnight and uh, I was sleeping in her bed because I was watching her daughter at the time, and uh, it was like five o'clock in the morning. She wasn't she supposed to be home till five thirty or no six thirty or something. So, you know, I I. I I wake up and I feel someone pressing down on the bed, like sitting down on the bed, but I don't hear anything. So I'm like, oh, she must be, she must be uh, just trying to be really quiet. So I just kind of sit there, but I go over to reach for, for my arm around her, and there's nobody there. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I keep my eyes shut the whole time. I'm like, I don't want to wake up and see what I what I think is here. So I, <laughs> I kind of just close my eyes and then. About the same time, about about a minute, I finally opened them up just to see. Of course, there wasn't anybody there. But, I mean, you know, you, you don't think about, oh, it's got to be a ghost. It's got to be, you know, I was like, it's got to be something. But I didn't know what it was, though. Right. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. And once you open up to, like, mediumship and psychism and you don't show up, like, I didn't, I still do it. I've woke it up and, like, saw like a shadow in the door and I'm like, nope, not tonight. Covers over the head. Nope. <laughs> I think I have a hard time falling back to sleep again. You're not I... talking tonight. Yeah. <laughs> if I saw someone standing over my bed, I just think my heart would just be pounding. So I do think it was like somebody like real, you know, and I had yeah. a hard time just going right back to sleep after that. Yeah. Yeah. My first experience like that was, it was a cat. We had had a cat that had passed away, and he was the last cat that we had at the time, and I was in bed, and I literally felt a cat. You know, I'm half asleep. I feel Mm -hmm. a cat jump up on the bed. I feel a cat get behind my knees where he used to always sleep and, like, lay down, like, where I felt something warm behind my legs. And I was like, wait a minute. And I turned on the light. Like, I knew there was a cat there, and I was like, okay. So that had to be a cat spirit. (laughs) So that was my first, like, that's bizarre. But did you have any other experiences with the little girl after that? Was she did she come yeah. back around? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I saw her like several times a week um, there for a while, and I had to, and I didn't know how my kids would react to it. And you know, they were living in the house too, so I, um, I, I didn't. You know, this was all really kind of new to me, so I didn't really know, you know, I didn't know the rules of engagement. You know, I didn't know if I, you know, talked to her like I would one of my kids and be like, look, you can't, um, um, you can't talk to these people, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. You know, you can, you know, if you want to, you know, talk to me, you know, do things with me, play with me, whatever, that's fine. Um, but, you know. Let's let's not uh, play with the other, you know, kids in the house, you know, right now and just for right now. And and so she seemed to, you know, follow the rules. Now, you know, my kids were gone on weekends. And so whenever they were gone, you know, and then whenever um, whenever my roommate's daughter 
you know, wasn't there. She was only there every other weekend. Um, she wouldn't go in my kids' rooms because I always kept the door, you know, closed. And I said, I was like, you know, when the door is closed, you cannot go in there. You know, off limits, can't go in there. Um, but then, you know, I asked uh, my roommate's daughter, I said, uh, you know, when you're not in your room, um, are you okay with, you know, the little girl you saw, you know, being in your room? And she's like, yeah, I don't care as long as she leaves me alone when I sleep. And um, I didn't even ask, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't really know how to approach that. And she just seemed okay with it, with her being there and didn't ask me any questions or anything. And so I decided to just wait until she did rather than just, you know, bring it up. So, um, and she never did say anything, never did ask me any questions at all. And, and she was just, you know, the girl was just there and, and then that's it. So, um, but she was there. Um, I lived in the house for probably, I don't know, uh, four or five years. And she was there clear up until the end. How long did you, were you there before she started uh, showing up? Um, she didn't really start coming around until I moved in. Um, before I moved in, I was just, you know, visiting randomly just staying there every mm-hmm. once in a while. And then finally I moved in and, and, um, and then it was just, like I said, a, just a random occurrence. I just woke up and, and she was standing there. So, um, you know, it didn't occur to me to do the kind of research that I would do now to find out who somebody is, you know, like I said, I was just kind of starting out and I really didn't know a lot. And, um, you know, then I started, you know, talking to the, to different people, you know, that were doing it as well and that were into it and then learn the kind of research that's out there, you know, to find information out about people. And, and so it's different nowadays, you know, if I see something, see a spirit somewhere and I'm like, Ooh, I want to know who that is. Well, now I know who, you know, now I know how to start mm-hmm. the process. Right. And that you covered, I was going to ask you if you ever figured out who she was or if she ever tried to communicate with you. But now you know how to do all of that. You didn't know that back then, how to maybe go about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I still, you know, have the address to that house. Um, and actually some other, there were some other spirits. She kind of, she was there until the end, but she kind of got quiet once others moved in. Um, uh, that house had a lot of different spirits passing through um and there was at least one of them that was i wouldn't say violent but was pretty physical um mostly with the man in the house (laughs) uh actually pushed him down the stairs i mean i wasn't there uh, when it happened but i came home and found him unconscious at the foot of the stairs and um when he regained consciousness in the hospital i had to call you know an ambulance to get him to the hospital and um he said uh, somebody pushed him, and it was only him and his daughter there at the time. She was in bed and didn't know anything happened, you know, and then I showed up, and, you know, that's that's what I came home to. So, um, I mean, then there were some other, you know, random, you know, creepy things that happened, too, and, and uh but the energy changed just without warning in the house. And, 
you know, I did some um, research after the fact and, you know, couldn't find anybody that actually passed away in the home or in any of the other addresses around it. But it wasn't too far from a cemetery. So, you know, you never know. I mean, I know people don't stay with their remains, but cemeteries are pretty active. So, yeah, yeah. yeah they are. So, and it wasn't too far from a hospital. Um, you know, it's hard to say, honestly. I mean, at Alton, Illinois, which has a lot of history, mm-hmm. uh, and... So it's it's hard to say. I never did find out who she was or any of the others um, either that were in there. But, um, yeah, it was it was definitely a – and it was definitely an interesting way to break into the field, that's for sure. You're talking about jumping in head first into the deep end. You know, and then I, I did, you know, figure out after – you know, I, I was kind of under the impression, you know, that spirits couldn't really hurt you <laughs> is what I just kind of always told myself, I guess, um, hoping that, you know, that was true. Uh, but I've since discovered that, yeah, if they want to, they, they definitely can. So uh, we, I've had some, some near misses myself. So you, we, you know, definitely, you know, should never uh, provoke anything for sure. And just, you know, be alert, aware. You never know. It is such an unstable field, really. That's true, man. That's what uh, people sometimes forget, that you really don't know what you're dealing with when it comes to to the paranormal. I mean, Rhonda can vouch for that, you know, being a medium all that. She she knows. Yeah, I mean different locations too like you know I've only I haven't been to a lot of locations but there's definitely different energies in each one and you can definitely tell like I know now somewhere I would send somebody if they were first time investigating it's their first investigation and where I wouldn't send them (laughs) (laughs) first time that's true or if they have teenage kids that want to go where I might suggest there are are levels to uh Where you where you're investigating, but even then you don't know for sure. There could be something dark in the places that that hasn't really come out yet. Like like at Shanna's house, you know, there was somebody somebody there the whole time that was, you know, not making themselves known until the very end. But you know, you don't you don't you don't know for sure. Well, then I always think there's passers through. Like any location could have passers through. True. That are just. Yeah, migrating from one place to another, and that little girl might have stopped because there were children there and toys, and said, "Oh, well, this seems like a your kids. Let's hang out here." So you never know. You never yeah. know. I went downstairs at the basement of the cabin on 360, the, the brick rancher, and did an EVP session. And I swear, it sounded like I was surrounded by people, but they were all murmuring. Kind of like you know, you hear large crowds. You can't really hear words. You just hear a bunch of like sounds that sound like words, but almost like a, like a almost like yep. Grand Central State. There are just a bunch of people talking all around me, and uh, so one of those places where people just kind of pass pass through. Because you know, I never really get the same voices twice, except maybe Melissa sometimes. 
I noticed in a lot of the locations we've been in recently, it seems like there's a lot of, and this is probably normal, but, you know, I'm pretty new to the paranormal part of the field, but it seems like I'm experiencing a lot more, seeing a lot more when we get EVPs or we get, you know, something. It sounds like they're talking amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. More like mm-hmm. they're talking amongst themselves than talking to us. About you know Probably talking to amongst themselves about us. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Did you ever try doing, like, recordings or anything when you were in the house, or was that before you're, you started really getting into it? Yeah, that was um, – I didn't even have a recorder yet. Um, uh, you know, and I think uh, with everything that was going on, and then, and then somebody told me, oh, if you, you know, start, you know, interacting with them, um, that'll make activity, you know, get – you know, there will be more of it. And I'm like, well, there's already a lot of it. I mean, how much worse could it get, you know? And and then I was like, well, maybe, I'd, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I better, you know, and I was like, well, well, I'll just keep interacting. But, you know, maybe, you know, I, I, I didn't, you know, and I didn't know. It's like, it's just a recorder, you know. It's just, you know, I'm still talking. The only difference is, you know, it's like, well, I'm not hearing anything. You know, I'm not hearing the voices out loud. That's different nowadays. Um you know, there's things just kind of unlocked, started unlocking themselves along the way. And now I can, you know, hear the stuff out loud a lot of the time. Uh, but back then, and sometimes I would see, um, I could see it looked like, you know, I would see, you know, apparitions. I would see, you know, people and I could see their lips moving, but I couldn't hear any sound. And so that's when I bought a recorder. <laughs> I was like, maybe that's the difference. Maybe, you know, um, I can't hear it now, but maybe I can, maybe the recorder makes the difference. <laughs> so, and it did. I mean, you know, once I started, you know, recording, I still probably, after years and years of investigating, I've got thousands of hours of stuff that I haven't even listened to yet. There's not enough hours in a day now, but, yeah. you know, and I don't have, you know, a person <laughs> to do that. Um, yeah, there's, but uh, just hours, hours, hours of audio that I could have the, you know, jackpot of all EVPs sitting in there, and I wouldn't know because I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> it's a process going through EVPs. Because it's you know you gotta listen to hours. They have the you gotta go back, find something, go back, rewind it, listen to it a couple of times, and go back and listen. It, it is it is, but when you get that EVP, that what that voice coming through, it's still really exciting. It is. You get it's like a it's like a it's like a high you get when you get that. Oh my god! You can you like call people and listen to this, listen to this. That's how I feel. Um, well, that's how I feel whenever I, I get really excited uh, whenever I hear my name, like whenever they, oh. you know, say my name and I'm just like, oh my gosh, do I know this person? <laughs> you know, is this someone I know or Tell is this me. just a random? Yeah, it's fun. When they, when they, 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 it's recognition. You know, and it's it's fun when when, you, when they recognize you. Yeah, yeah, it is. Look, best now. 
Now, have you heard your name mostly in places that you've investigated before, or have you heard your name in, like, places you've gone into for the first time? Um, it's it's mostly places that I've visited before or I've made, you know, repeat visits to. And then um, there are some places I've, I've been in a lot over the years. And... Um, and I hear my name, you know, the most in those places. Only one time did I hear my name, and I didn't even know that I had my recorder still running, and I captured it in my car. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. So, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't recognize the voice, but... <laughs> so <Never> I... <laughs> Yeah, I um, with that one, you know, and I didn't know, and, and and then my recorder was running, right? So I I was like, oh, I've been recording this whole time. I wonder if I caught anything. So I'm still sitting in the car, you know, listening, and then I heard my name, and I'm like, what? And I was like, wait a minute, are you still in the car? And so, you know, I just come from someplace. It was only about 10, 15 minutes away. I drove back, and I opened my car door, and I was like, you can – you can get out. <laughs> get out now. Um, you know, this is where you came from, I feel like. So you need to stay here. Don't follow me home. You know, so I can come back and visit. Um, but, yeah, don't don't follow me home. And then so I kept my car door open for a minute, you know, and, and then I waited and I got back in. And um, I didn't have any extra activity going on inside the house. So I can only assume that whoever it was um, stayed <laughs> after I drove back. I mean, I was like, what do I do? Will I come inside? Maybe I should drive back. And so that's what I ended up doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as soon as I talk to you, doesn't mean I want you to come home with me, okay? Just, uh, yeah. You stay there. <laughs> a friend and I that we were, we were out of town at a Bigfoot, and we were heading to the location to set up her booth. And when the GPS started taking us, we both kind of like, that doesn't seem right. I don't believe we should be going this way. We're going a little bit further, and all of a sudden, the GPS says, do a, do a U-turn in 30 feet. And as we're doing it, we look up, and there's a cemetery. And mm. we go a little bit further to turn around, and she said, so I'm guessing we need to go to the cemetery. I said, yeah, I think we probably have somebody with us that needs to be dropped off there. <laughs> it's like a- you're like a paranormal Uber. Yeah. So we pulled in, and we didn't know where we did to say, okay, well, we're glad we can help you. You can get out now. <laughs> Thanks for the ride. <laughs> You'd think a spirit, spirit would, would, would need to take a car ride to a cemetery, but, you know, maybe it's just being lazy. You just need to be, <laughs> want to enjoy the car. I don't know how it works. I don't either, but, you know, it happens for sure. So Warren Spittler, I think it's Spittler. Looks like it. Yeah. Shanna uh, ask asking a question for you. Shanna, have you ever been touched by a presence? Many times. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, a lot actually. Um, I've I've been hugged before. Um, I've had someone sit on my lap and I've had, I've been, I've been scratched before. 
Um, and I don't really, you know, I mean, a, a human child can scratch you, you know, by accident. A human can scratch, you know, you can scratch somebody by accident. I don't automatically assume, oh, my God, it's something, you know, demonic coming after me. I just, you know, I've been scratched. I've been shoved. <laughs> I've had my hair pulled before. Um, um, you know, sometimes they get a little hands-on. And, you know, I do, you know, you do have to put your foot down sometimes because be like, you know, hey, you know, don't, you know, don't, you know, put your hands on me, you know, it's not okay, you know, without permission, you know. And so, you know, I do have like a ground rule, she can't do this, she can't do that. You know, if you want to touch my hand or if you want to hold my hand or something like that, that's fine. Um, sometimes there's a there's a cemetery nearby and when I go there, um, someone always grabs my hand, always. Um, and it's over in an area where there's a, a family buried and there's like four kids there. And so I'm assuming that it's one of them because it's always in the same area. And uh, yeah, I sometimes the rules get followed, sometimes they don't. I, I you know, I talk to spirits like I would talk to you or, you know, another human in this realm. So um, I assume that some of that stuff is universal. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, when I whenever try to do like EVP session, I always have a, I used to have a hard time conversing with the spirits because I'm not getting any kind of response back. So most of my questions end up being like generic questions, you know, you would ask just to get a response. But I think it would be neat to be able to to try to converse with them um, and try to get, like, kind of a conversation going. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, I know, you know, I don't use a lot, a lot of the different devices out there. I just, I don't use them. Um, the things that, you know, where words, you know, pop up on a I don't use any of that stuff. Um just because, to me, oh well, actually, you know, no one has some of that stuff works. I just, I just don't, I don't trust it. But, you know, to each their own. And I know a lot of people use, you know, that stuff, and and that's fine. Um, you know, and I'm not going to judge anybody. Um, I just, I know what works for me, and I'm pretty old school, honestly. Um, I, I have a recorder, and I, you know, I use a camera to document where I'm at. Um, and depending on where I'm at, sometimes I use like. If I know there's kids around, I'll take books to read to them. Um, I'll bring my crowns and paper, even though I know, you know, a lot of the times they're not going to use them. One time um, did see some action with that, but uh, definitely uh, trigger objects and like motion detectors and stuff like that. You know, I know sometimes they get a, they're a little sensitive, but um, you know, any kind of movement or vibration or whatever can sometimes set them off. But, you know, I try to keep that in mind. Um, but I'm pretty old school for the most part. Um, I consider myself my best tool. So I know that's not going to, you know, provide proof for anybody, you know, that I can show anybody. But, um, you know, for me, best for me. So that and a recorder. I, don't, I wouldn't go anywhere without a recorder, sure. That's investigator's best friend, having a recorder. Yeah. yeah. Have sure. you ever been been 
have you ever been like scared during an investigation, like kind of, or just freak, weirded out ever? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there's actually, uh, well, really only twice. Um, did I really, you know, realize, you know, um, hey, this is, you know, serious. Um, and actually, it wasn't really. It was. Uh, Warren, since he's listening, he's actually been in the place that I'm going to talk about. Um, it was a, a cafe that I used to work at um, in my hometown. Um, but before it was a cafe, it, you know, had been other things. Um, it had been, you know, and people, you know, at one time had lived upstairs. Um, it was a, a store, like a grocery store. Um, and then it was right next to... Um, the archaeology museum, um, and then there's also like active dig sites, archaeology dig sites in the area, and so that there's and it's right by a river too. So there's a lot of activity in that area. But this one building, um, it had a lot. It had so much activity. It was just insane, and just sometimes it just blows my mind all the stuff that happened in there. And uh, about one night. Um, it had been pretty active, uh, the group that I was investigating with at the time. Um, and one of the, one of the, one of my teammates, um, she's no longer alive, unfortunately, but um, she was talking about how whenever she was younger, her brother, um, her and her brother lived on property um, that they were finding um, Native American artifacts. And he actually found um, like human bones and didn't say anything, but put them in a box and brought them inside the house and didn't say anything to anybody. And of course, you know, it started getting really active inside the house. And, uh, you know, but there had been um, like arrowheads, like, like artifacts near the bones. And so there was, you know, a very real chance that it was Native American. Well, um, while we're, you know, telling the story, uh, the energy in the cafe changed like it became really uncomfortable to be in there and then we didn't hear any voices out loud at the time um, but we had captured uh, EVP a couple of them at what sounded like it you know could have been Native American when speaking um, and he was angry and I think that he was listening to the story that we were telling and, you know, viewed it as disrespectful, which it would have been, you know, but it, you know, it wasn't us that did it. So we had to, mm -hmm. you know, after the fact, we ended up apologizing, right? So anyway, we had that going on. And then, um, and then there was no, uh, there was no indoor plumbing inside the building. The cafe had since closed. And then that's how we got um, investigating rights because it was no longer a functioning <laughs> building, you know, and, uh, so then, you know, when one person went to the bathroom, you know, everybody went down the hall because it was kind of a creepy place sometimes, you know, at night. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as we all, you know, made it through the doorway, the door slammed shut behind us and hard enough to shake the building, right? And so I was like, you know, do your business. Let's, you know, get out of here. That's, you know, yeah. that's really something. I, so I was like, and I thought about it, and I'm like, no, we can't just leave just because, you know, door slammed. And so I was like, let's go back out there and, and sit down. And so we opened the door, and there's about probably four or five of us standing there. And we all saw 
this huge shadow figure standing there, dark. Um, and it was big. It was like at least six and a half feet tall, at least six, seven, six, eight-ish. Maybe it was really tall and like broad. And it was just standing there. And then everybody's like, are you seeing that? You know, are we all seeing this? And uh, and then it just kind of stood there for a minute. And then it just kind of, kind of floated, glided, you know, moved away. And then it disappeared. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, we're going to come out now. And, and we all sat, up at, sat down at the table. And then we started hearing uh, what sounded like furniture moving around in the upstairs apartment. And um, in the building, it was a consignment store whenever you first walked in. And then there was the cafe uh, part of it, the restaurant part. And upstairs was an apartment. And um, we were hearing furniture moving around. I'm like, no, that's no big deal. That's happening upstairs. And then all of a sudden, I got this um, feeling that we needed to get out of there and we needed to get out out of there now. And so I grabbed my stuff up off the table. I'm like, we need to go. And I was the first one out of the building, you know, and I couldn't put my finger on why we needed to get out of there. I just knew that we had to get out. And so I'm keeping the door open. Everybody's making tracks for the door. And I look across the room and I don't see anybody, but there's some plastic uh, hanging over one of the doorways because there was no door. And that plastic um, just split down the middle like someone cut it, but there was nothing there. And then some shelves started falling off the wall. And then the clothes racks in the consignment area, someone it looked like someone shoved like two or three of them out of the way. And then as soon as the last person made it through the doorway, um, there was a bookcase, um, probably two, maybe three shelves worth, um, that got picked up and thrown across the room and like smashed um, near the door frame where the last person had just seconds ago was standing. And that probably scared me more than anything. <laughs> wow. Um, and, you know, now when I look back, um, you know, that wasn't just one. Now I would call that poltergeist activity. Um, there was so much going on all at one time in different places of the building. Yeah, um, I knew it just wasn't just one one human spirit doing all of that. Wow. You know, and and so that was probably the most uh, significant thing um, that made me be a little more careful, you know. And uh, so we locked up, locked the door, and uh, we kind of just, you know, let everything kind of cool off, right? And then the next day... Yeah. Um, my parents lived in the same town. So the next day, um, I went to visit, you know, my parents and, you know, we were talking, I was talking to my dad about it and, um, we're like, he goes, well, maybe it's a good idea to stay out of there, <laughs> you know? And I was like, no, we got to go back, you know? And, uh, so he went with us and, um, to open the door, um, it took some work to get the door open because someone had put. Now, now that bookcase that smashed against, it mm-hmm. did not hit the door. It hit the door um, frame that goes into one of the other rooms, but it did not go against the door. So since we had been gone, someone had pushed some type of furniture against the door. 
And so my dad said that, um, and he made a pass through the building and he went in the back area and he said it looked like um, someone had like dumped out some of the like drawers and stuff like that where like tools were and stuff like that. And, you know, we're talking about just, he was like, maybe don't come back in here. <laughs> you know, he goes, are you, you know, guys could, you know, possibly get hurt. You know, if they have stuff like that is going on and you can't see it and you can't tell who's doing it, maybe it's a good idea to stay out. You know, and of course, you know, we didn't stay out. <laughs> you know, of course we went back, but we, you know, just tried to make peace, you know, with whatever, you know, was there and just be like, look, um, you know, this is why we're here. We're not here to cause trouble and we're not here to be, you know, disrespectful and we're not here, you know, for you know, nefarious reasons, we're just, you know, we're just curious, you know, if you talk to us, we'll talk to you, whatever you want to know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the activity did kind of not get so, you know, physical and so scary afterwards. Um, it was still really active and there was still, you know, a lot going on. It wasn't like that anymore. Yeah, it's tough not to go in places, especially when, when all that stuff's going on. I mean, I wouldn't want to go someplace like that by myself. Yeah. I'm not crazy, but, you know, to go in there with somebody. Now, was this, because you were talking about the Indian uh, Native American bones earlier, did this have anything to do with that, or was it? Well, and I'm not sure because, you know, it, it didn't start getting like that until after that story, you know, was mm-hmm. told out loud. And uh, we ended up taking an offering, you know, did a little bit of research yeah. and figure out if you were going to make a peace offering, what would you bring in? You know, so one uh, somebody in the group brought in some tobacco, um, another, and I, you know, brought in some, um, like some turquoise and um, put it in, I took it upstairs. Um, I was usually the only one that went upstairs. Um, There used to be steps on the outside of the building, and those were taken off. The only way to get upstairs is a ladder up the side of the building, or you had to go into the kitchen and climb up on the counter and use a chair to vault yourself up through a hole. It was not safe. Um, But I took the stuff upstairs. And I was the only one that ever went up there, so I knew nobody was going to go up there. You couldn't. Um, and then whenever I we revisited, you know, a couple, two or three days later, and could somebody have taken it? You know, I you know I suppose there's always that possibility, but I don't I don't feel that that's what happened. But mm-hmm. just knowing the layout of the building, and you know, only you know like four people had keys. I was one of them, and the owners were the others. So, and they were all older. Nobody went upstairs, not ever. Um, but, yeah. So, and then after that happened, then everything kind of calmed down in there, at least physically. So, and the building is still standing right now. It's scheduled for demolition, unfortunately. Um figure that the land itself will probably still some kind of action going on. Um, 
Yeah. And so I'll probably still visit the land, hang out, <laughs> see what happens. Um, there's no way to get into the building now because the building's in a floodplain, and there's been enough floods that now the front room, the floor is caved in. Yeah. As soon as you open the door, you're in the cellar. Yeah. Got to got to be safe when it comes to stuff like that. Like, yeah. You know. So Glenn Hicks messaged us, and she said that, uh, or or I guess he said that we're we're doing the program on the eve of the Ghost Festival in China. So yeah, that is really cool, Glenn. He says hi, yeah, Shannon. I made. Oh. Oh, okay. but, yeah, but he has he has family uh, that lives in the same state as I do. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm, glad, I'm glad he could make it. Um, we're getting close to the end of the show. Um, you guys uh, need a two-hour well, show. No, it's a it's an hour show. I know. Yeah, we I need that. We need to have more time. We uh, split the. The two hours between my my show and the show before ours, uh, vibe time with Jerry. So mm-hmm. you can still keep going on on Streamyard, but we'll we'll be cutting us off here in a few minutes. So right. I'm just going to give you give you a chance to actually no, we can't do Streamyard because you're on Block Talk. So we have to <laughs> we have to have you on Streamyard again once your uh, once you get your inter- internet going, and we can and we can go all night. Um, yeah, I feel like we yeah. can go a lot longer. Yeah. Talk about things. I want I want you to get cut off so we can get a chance to talk about what you have what you guys have coming up. So um, I'll give the floor to you and uh, let you talk about how people can get can get in touch with you. Yeah, I just kind of you know do my own thing. So I'm on Facebook, of course, and um, I'm in a lot of the different paranormal groups. You'll see me um, hanging out there. Um, I do. There are some you know, events coming up, annual events that I usually do during spooky season. Um, One of them is um, in a town near me called uh, Eldred, Illinois, and the James Eldred House. And they have their annual Halloween event coming up, and I will have some uh, links on my page if anybody locally wants to take advantage of that. Um, And there's some, you know, random. I'm always lurking in cemeteries. That's usually where people can find me if I'm not at work. Nice. Um, I am writing a book also um, about, yeah, my experiences in the paranormal. I, and it's, it's been hard to write, hard to finish because there's so much going on. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to have to keep, you know, writing more books, obviously. Um, But this one I'm hoping, um, hoping to have it out by um, Halloween ish of next year. Well, we'll be sure to have you on for that. Hopefully we'll have you on back on before then, but uh, we'd love to have you back on to talk about the, uh, the book. Yeah, for sure. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show and talking with us. Um, and uh, we'd love to have you back on. I know we just, you know, kind of just scratched the surface of what uh, we want to talk about. Right. <laughs> I could talk for days about this kind of stuff. Yeah, me too. The hour doesn't seem long enough. I want to cut you off here. Hope you have a good night. 